The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. offer a guarantee or a warranty on dental treatment that sounds kind of weird it's not a car dealership here or a best buy selling big screen tvs but you know some patients might ask that question and when they do it's always good to have an answer to it i'm dr richard maddow i'm your host today for the dental practice fixers mystery shopper call etc podcast i'm so excited to be here with you um and we're going to talk about guarantees or warranties. We'll do some great mystery shopper calls. And of course, a brand new way you can save money in your practice as well. Lots of good stuff on the podcast today. Just shock full of good stuff, as someone might say. So let's get to our initial topic. And that is, do dentists offer guarantees or warranties? Is that professional? Is that something that doctors and doctor's offices should be doing? Does it cheapen things? Does it make us look better? All of these questions. Wow. How can we answer all these questions? Well, it makes me reflect back to a time early on in my practice. I had a patient. This guy was kind of a hot shot. He was one of those high-earning, high-flying financial guys. He thought he knew everything. And he needed a bunch of crowns. And remember, this was early on in my practice, so I believe he needed four crowns. I'm just thinking something something like that. And we're talking about it, and he wants them, and we're treatment planning, we're talking costs and all those things. And he just looks up at me and says, so, Doc, what's the guarantee on these crowns? You're asking me to spend a lot of money. What's the guarantee? And I'd never been asked that question before. And, of course, my first instinct was to start going into the whole speech about how we're dealing with uh, biological treatment here. It's not like purchasing a car. Everybody's you know, mouth is different. The bacterial composition is different. The way that you bite and chew, the stresses you put, the way you take care of your teeth. Oh, But for some reason, I didn't go into all of that stuff. I just kind of said, hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. Insurance companies say the crowns should last five years. They will replace crowns after five years. And you know how cheap those insurance companies are. Well, personally, at our practice, we feel the crown should last much longer than five years. We do an amazing job preparing your teeth for the crowns, and we use the best labs, you know, kind of selling ourselves there. And I said, so I'll tell you what. As long as you're a patient here, and believe me, I was just winging this. I never even thought this out before. But I said, I'll tell you what. As long as you're a patient here, if you come in, for your regular cleaning appointments, you never miss one, you're always on time, and you take good care of your teeth and gums, you brush, you floss, you don't open uh, beer bottles with your crowns, things like that. If anything goes wrong with your crowns, the entire time you're a patient here, I will replace them or repair them for free. And he said, you know what? Let's get started. Let's do it as soon as possible. I thought, wow, this was pretty cool. I can't say I was 100% comfortable guaranteeing something because, again, we all know the way biology works. We could do the greatest crowns ever. And if this patient's just you know, eating a crappy diet and, and sucking on sugar cubes all day and putting them right where the crown meets the tooth, those old marginal sugar cubes, and doing a horrendous job brushing and flossing, even if he does come in every six months, we could be looking at recurrent decay and just say, oh, the crown didn't fail. It was your tooth underneath that failed. But you know, we're not going to get into those details. That just turns a patient off. You don't want to offer something and start making excuses. 
But anyway, I was really impressed with the way that this was something that got him to say yes right away to the treatment. Also, he never missed a hygiene appointment. His oral hygiene actually improved. The crowns lasted for the entire time he was a patient in my practice. It actually was a win, 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 win. So I never really adopted this as something that I would hang signs in the office about or you know, make sure we talk to every patient about. But I did bring it up from time to time, certainly if a patient asked. Or if I was prescribing a lot of treatment, especially if I thought the patient was hemming and hauling, I did bring it up to them. I said, hey, I'll tell you what, we don't really have guarantees or warranties. That's more something you would get. Again, you still have to re retain your professionalism, right? That'd be more something you get at the car dealer or the Best Buy when you're buying a big screen TV. And we are dealing with the human body here and biology and biting forces and all these things that we just don't have that much control over. But... If you come in every three months or four months or six months, whatever it is, for your cleanings, you don't miss one. And you do great oral hygiene at home. You're a good brusher and flosser. These crowns or whatever it was we were talking about should last a long, long, long time. And if they need to be replaced, I won't charge you. You know, I was never saying the word guarantee. I was never saying the word warranty. But I did say, if you do all these things and they need to be replaced, I won't charge you. As I got more confident in my practice, maybe, and and um, you know, started seeing more complex patients, patients that were more concerned about this type of thing, I would more often volunteer this. And I found that it got patients to say yes to treatment right away. They never missed an appointment. They just became those great, great, great patients that we love. So it's an interesting topic. Again, I don't call it a guarantee or a warranty. As long as patients would use that term, and I'd say, well, it's not really a guarantee or warranty, but it is our promise that we feel the treatment we provide is top notch. You know, something like that. I would try to steer them away from those words, and also always make it clear that we do our best, but there's so many factors involved in how long dental restorations last. But I really would gladly replace these things, and I'll tell you something else. In and you start to realize this how important maintaining your you know your hygiene appointments the good home care and all those things are patients who lived up to their side of the bargain hardly ever needed to have restorations replaced and sometimes their side of the bargain would involve wearing their night guard because let's face it if somebody's a horrendous grinder and they just refuse to wear a night guard they're just going to wear everything out like crazy so sometimes that was part of the agreement and look you can't bs us we could tell if they were wearing their night guard or not. So I wasn't really that concerned about it. And if we had to call them on it, which I don't think ever happened, um, they certainly know that we know that they know that we know that they know that we know. So not an issue there. So am I saying that every practice, every dentist and team member listening to this should start offering guarantees slash warranties on the treatment they do in their practice? Absolutely not. But I'm saying, if you want to try it out, I wouldn't use those words. It oftentimes can get a patient to say yes when they're vacillating or teeter-tottering or whatever you want to call it. And it absolutely gets patients to come in when they're supposed to come in, to not cancel the last minute or no-show on their hygiene appointment, to make sure they schedule that appointment when they're leaving with the previous appointment. It really makes people into the great patients that we want them to be. So that's my take on that. Try it. Send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, matter.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, we've got a bunch of mystery shopper calls this week, but before we get to them, I just want to mention a few things. Number one is, 
As you know, we have been recommending Stacks, S-T-A-X, for your office credit card processing for quite a long time now because they don't charge that monthly overage fee. Well, a bunch of people emailed me and said, what do you think about passing that fee? Because even if you're charged getting charged the low flat monthly overage fee, you still have to pay Amex, Visa, MasterCard, their percentage, whatever. And it seems like more and more businesses are passing that charge along to their customers, their clients, their guests, whatever you want to call them, in the form of a surcharge. And I got a bunch of questions. Can this be done in dentistry? So I contacted our people at Stacks, and they said, absolutely, they have a surcharging option. If you feel this is right for you, if you're comfortable charging your patients a small percentage to use credit cards, all the charge goes to them, they get surcharged, and you won't have to pay even that percentage to Visa and MasterCard. So very interesting, great for your overhead, inflation busting, whatever you want to call it. If you want to find out more, just go to matto.com slash zero, M-A-D-O-W.com slash Z-E-R-O, or as we, as we may say here in Baltimore, matto.com slash zero. So go ahead and check that out. You can see if surcharging is for you. You can talk to our great people at Stacks to find out more. Maybe you'll do it. A few people that I've recommended this to have already switched, and we are actually hearing that they get very little resistance from their patients. Their patients don't mind. And some people will say, hey, I want to pay cash or check. Others will say, hey, I love getting the points. Whatever it is, you really can make everybody happy. So check it out at matto.com slash zero. One more quick thing. I'd love to chat with you about how we can improve your practice. We work with practices all over the country at the Matto Center, and we really help them improve, increase their revenues, uh, take more time off, prepare for a sale, whatever it is you're interested in learning about. You can schedule a My Calendar. Just go to matto.com slash calendar. That's for practice owners only. But I'd love to chat with you. It's complimentary, and it's free, and it's no charge matter.com slash calendar okay let's get to our mystery shopper calls i was kind of all over the map this week with mystery shopper calls I asked a bunch of different things i think they're all pretty entertaining amusing and we'll learn a lot from all of them that's the most important thing let's go over here to command central call number one hit it call will be recorded for quality assurance oh, i'm so nervous now they're recording the call please press one to continue why do i have to do this Thank you for calling. Finally. Dr. Office, can I help you? Yeah, I have a question for you. Um, I've never been into your office before, but if I came in as a new patient, could I get my teeth cleaned on the first visit, or is that do I have to have, like, the whole checkup rigmarole thing first? Uh, no, you have to have the checkup and x-rays done first. Okay, but I, but, so I would have to then come back later to get the cleaning? Well, it all depends on the type of cleaning that's needed or if Dr. has enough time to do it, he might be able to do it, but normally we like to bring you back with the hygienist. I see. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Of course, I first have to comment on how she made absolutely no attempt to appoint me. So that's kind of the biggest sin. That's the cardinal sin. The cardinal sin? That's the cardinal sin. 
not even sure what that term means, but that's the biggest problem. She made no attempt to appoint me. But let's talk about this for a second. Cleaning on the first visit. Now, as you know, this is a, and if, if you're not watching the video, I'm air quoting here, a management podcast. Even though I'm a dentist, I don't get into clinical stuff very much. I will not debate a clinical point with you. It's up to you to use your best clinical judgment on things. That's not what we talk about here on the Dental Practice Fixers. But I will tell you, the very first article I ever had published in dentistry was Dental Economics a long time ago, and it was about should we do cleanings on the first visit? I was a young practitioner. My view at that time was absolutely not. Check up, you know, examination and radiographs and any other diagnostic information needs to be gathered at the first visit. Then we reschedule for hygiene. And look, let's face it, in an ideal world, that's the best. But we don't live in an ideal world. And I found that for my front office team, the skill of telling a new patient they weren't going to get a cleaning on their first visit was a very difficult skill. And we were losing patients. And I'd be at the front desk overhearing a potential new patient calling and being told they can't get a cleaning on their first visit and hanging up. So I had to get off my high horse a little bit and say that patients can get cleanings on the first visit. Now, of course, this complicates things. Sometimes patients come in with loads of calculus or horrible perio disease, and you have to pivot and discuss that with the patient. But in general, a healthy patient, I'll even say a moderately healthy patient, we started doing cleanings on the first visit. Was it 100% ideal, ideal, ideal? Maybe not. But I was tired of losing new patients because we were telling people they couldn't get the cleaning on the first visit. So I really did switch up that policy. Of course, when you do this, you have to be careful not to come on like you're doing a bait and switch. Like, hey, you saw you get a cleaning. Now you're telling me I need all this gum treatment. It's a bait. So there are verbal skills to help with that. But my point is, when you have a very strict policy of no cleanings on the first visit, in my opinion, and in my experience, you will lose patience. So let's talk about this at a team meeting. How can we offer cleanings at the first visit and still do the high quality dentistry that is our goal, our ethos, our our way of life at our practice? Okay, let's do another call. General, this is Amanda. How may I help you? Hey, I have a question for you. Um, I'm looking for a new dentist, and I, I know I need a, a bunch of treatment. I think I've been told I need four crowns. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know, do you have any kind of payment options or financing for that type of thing? We can do, um, so, of course, you would want to come in for a consultation and an exam and stuff like that with the doctor first um, mm -hmm. so that she can she can tell you what's needed. Um now, when it comes to the crowns and things like that, if you don't have insurance, we do ask for half up front and then the other half before delivery, which is about a week out. I see. So, essentially, I have to pay half and then one week later pay the other half. Yes. Uh, and what is delivery? Like, they come deliver to my house? How does that work? No, no, no. Delivery, so basically when you come in for a crown, you come in for what we call prep day. Prep day is where she comes in, she preps the tooth, get rid of the decay, and then she goes ahead and she puts in a temporary crown. Now, from there, we will send that off to the lab. The lab will then bring it back to us. We'll give you a call, and she'll go ahead and she'll put the, the permanent crown in. Oh, permanent. Wow, okay, good. So it's permanent. I like that. I like that. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay.
Bye-bye. You're welcome. Okay, bye. I'm not going to ask you for the appointment. You asked about four crowns. You want four crowns done here. And I used all kinds of terms like permanent crown and prep date that I shouldn't have used, but it doesn't matter. If she would have asked for the appointment at the end, she would have saved herself, saved everything, but didn't even come close. Didn't even come close. And I got to say, as you know, if you listen to the podcast for a while, I am not a fan of in-house financing. So this person needs four crowns. Let's say they're 1500 each. That's $6,000 worth of treatment. They would have let me come in, put half down, $3,000 down, walk out with temporaries and never come back or come back. The crowns are back from the lab. They're ethically committed to putting them in place. And then there's nothing they can do if I go up to the front desk and say, I'm not paying. This is loaning a stranger money. No credit check, no collateral, no nothing. Please get paid up front. Please, please, please. When you do this half at the prep, the prep date, as she called it, half at the delivery of the permanent crown, as she called it. Those are pretty tough terms to use with a patient. They could lose $3,000 on this deal. They have to pay the lab. The lab doesn't care if the patient didn't pay. So, Always best to get paid up front. Okay. Um, I started this podcast today by talking about do we offer a warranty or a guarantee? I thought it would be fun to do one call about that. So let's do this call. Thank you for calling, Dr. This is Shannon. How may I help you? Hey, I have a question for you. Um, I know I need four crowns to be done. I'm looking for an office to do that. Um, do you do crowns there? We do. Yes, sir. Yeah, so my question is, I don't have insurance, and, you know, it's, it's pretty costly. Is there, like, any kind of warranty or guarantee on that? So, yes, we do guarantee them, um, and um, it's, like, up to five years. And dependent, um, like, say that it started um, breaking down, you would pay a percentage up to that. Um, you know, if it's five years, obviously, it's you know, um, would be like less that um, we would insure because it was closer. So so up to five years, we do do them, and it would be up to five years. But I'm confused. It's like prorated? Like if it's two it years, would, you pay a percentage? It would be prorated. So like temp, I have to get the exact breakdown. Dr. has that. But it's basically like the first year, if, if say, the crown failed, you would pay 10%. And then um, up to, you know, after the five years, you would pay, you know, I I'd have to get the complete breakdown, but it is a prorated amount. Wow, interesting. How often does that happen? Do they usually last five years? They, that's why I don't really know. They last longer than that. Um, I've had oh, per- personally had crowns, and, and they can last for a very long time. Um, so it's just dependent. It depends on your bite, the, where the where it's at. There's different variables. But um, definitely we would in, um, insure it and replace it if anything happened. And wow, I don't foresee I don't foresee that happening though. I, I, I can't tell you the reason I don't know that answer with the prorated amount because it's not happened. <laughs> He's given it to me one time and it hasn't happened um, but one time in like four years. So Wow, that's good to know. Great. Yes. Well thank you so much. Have a fabulous day. You have a fabu day as well. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Not just have a nice day, have a good day, but have a fabulous day. I'll tell you something. My day will be a lot more fabulous if she had tried to get me into the office for four crowns. It's 
Scotland that says they won four crowns and we're just going to let them hang up without even attempting to make the appointment. This pro-rated thing, man, that was just convoluted and complicated. I didn't like that at all. I do like the way that she said, I'll tell you what, I'm not that familiar with this because it just doesn't happen. This practice is so great. Our crowns last. We don't even need to worry about this. You know, Her words were even better than mine. I like that. But then she made no attempt to get me in and said, have a fabulous day. Fabulous. Fab four. Okay, let's do one more call. If I remember correctly, this one got a little long, maybe a little bit crazy. Let's see what happens. Dr. office, may I help you? I have a question. Um, if I come in for a, like as a new patient, can I get my teeth cleaned on the first visit or do I have to wait for that? Well, it, it all depends on whether we have availability. Uh, we, if a patient wants that, we can certainly try to book it out far enough out that potentially they can do those together. Now, but that can delay the time frame in which a person comes in. Right now, uh, getting in to see the doctor for a for initial exam, you're probably looking at the end of September, beginning of October. Now, as far as the cleaning, because those are pretty pretty much uh, used up, uh, you are probably looking October, uh, that kind of time frame, and even those are a few scant. Usually what I try doing, uh, if people want, they're not obligated to it, is uh, we schedule them in, you know, with the doctor, and then I try to see if there's a cancellation or because we get them, with frequency for a variety of reasons, and then we try bringing them in at an earlier point. Uh, but I would say there's a low probability that I could get you in for an exam and a cleaning on the same day. It'd probably be a gap in between. Oh, I, well, I, I have a gap in between two of my teeth, actually, speaking of that. but um, <laughs> So low probability, what do you think, like 8 to 1 or 10 to 1 would be the odds, you think? I guess so. I mean, right now I can tell you I don't have anything where, uh, for the balance of the year where I could tell you I could get you in with the doctor and the hygienist on the same day. Now, that and that, the reason for that, in part, is because it's a new patient exam. Uh, normally what ends up happening at this office, and in, I would say the vast majority of other offices, once you're an established patient, you know, uh, the, an exam, it becomes a, what they call a periodic exam at that point. The exam and the cleaning are done at the same appointment. Um, it's just that the first appointment is just very important because it's what gives the doctor the baseline of what's going on in your mouth, okay, all the way around. The rest of the times, the periodic exams subsequent to that are basically checking to see if there's been changes to that that you need to know mm -hmm. about or that have or that require attention. So the first exam is much more thorough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we yeah, devote like, an entire hour to the first exam. An hour? Wow. What do you do for an hour? Uh, a lot. Uh, it sounds like no one's giving you that much time by your reaction. a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very emotional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you get what you, you know, uh, how do I phrase this? Um, you know, if it's an initial exam, the doctor's never seen you, you would think uh, they're going to go through 
a pretty thorough exam with you in order to be able to say, okay, I know this person now, I know what they need, uh, not just on one tooth and one problem, but sort of the entirety of the mouth. Uh, and it helps them basically assess what you need now, what you may need in the future, or what you won't need. Okay, But yes, um, uh, leaving aside the uh, rationales for it, uh, the initial exam, one hour is what we allocate towards it. And I rarely have seen the doctor do anything uh, much less than that because they'll do the thorough exam, cancer screening, all that kind of stuff, and then basically um, take x-rays. Uh, inevitably, there's a need for x-rays on the initial one unless the patient has x-rays that are available to them that are of good quality that are moderate, moderately recent uh, because otherwise it's all they're doing is looking at the exterior and they can't say anything about the, the the spaces in between the teeth or more so underneath the teeth. Um, but that's that's why it takes so long on the first one. Wow, that's quite an explanation. You're extremely knowledgeable. Well, it's uh, you know people ask questions and we try to endeavor to give them a good answer or a thorough answer, and then it's up to them to evaluate, you know, whether they like that answer. I mean, there's some people out there that would say, no, that's just too long. I, I don't have the time for it. Well, we're not going to shorten it. Uh, anything else, you, you're better off with a different provider that will give you a, a quick look and uh, and just check the oil and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I don't want just an oil change, I, I, you know. I, I got it. Well, hey, thanks so much for all that information. It's much no problem. No problem. If you uh, have any interest okay, cool. at a further date, just give us a call, okay? I will. I will. Thank you so much. Sure. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Wow. So much to say. But let's talk about the very ending. He said, if you have any interest at a further date, give us a call. I never said I wasn't interested. I never said I wasn't interested. I did ask about getting a cleaning on the same visit, but I never said I don't want to come in. He never offered updates, even though they were way in the future. And just to um, set the stage here, I'm looking at my notes. I made this call on September 10th, 2023, and he's saying the first appointment to see the doctor only is in October. And if I want to see the doctor and the hygienist at the same visit, I can't even come in through the end of the year. So he's talking about over three months. Um so again, just to set that, uh, but wow, if you want to call it a further date, he never even offered the appointment. I got to say this guy, his enthusiasm and his knowledge and the the way he felt about the practice, you could tell he was proud to work in a practice that did an hour long exam and, and provided top quality dentistry. All these things were great, 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 great. But he just kept talking way too much detail. And here's the bottom line, in my opinion. This call was five minutes and 20 seconds long. If this office had taken the advice of the dental practice mixers and had new patient time earmarked on the schedule, he could have gotten me in and there would have been no need for all these details for the five-minute and 20-second call to go into all these explanations and excuses, no matter how good they were, if they could have gotten me in, offered the appointment in a reasonable amount of time, there would have been no, no, no need for that. Right? Right. Okay. That should do it for the day. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. 
Check out our website, matto.com, M-A-D-O-W.com. I think we've got a really cool free report, no obligation up there right now. As a matter of fact, hold on. I'm gonna, I don't even know what it is. I'm gonna pull up matto.com on my on my laptop right now and see if I can find out what that is for you. Do 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 do. There it is. It popped right up. It's called The Dirty Dozen, How to Answer the Most Difficult Questions That Patients Ask. That's available for free. It's a special free report. Just go to matto.com. No obligation whatsoever. Send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at matto, M-A-D-O-W.com. Want to learn more about how to do surcharging in your practice to lower your overhead? Go to matto.com slash zero, and I will see you soon. Thank you so much. 